Hello and welcome to the Sisters of Sleep podcast. You are with Mim here. Ooh. Oh, and my sister Talitha's <laughs> darling in. She's calling. Talitha, you're just on speaker right now. We're recording our podcast. Do you you're want to live. say anything? Oh, I broke my finger. <gasps> you broke your finger. How? Did you smash um, something? Did you what did you do? Something do? At, foot, at football? No, 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 no. I just, uh, I just didn't catch the ball properly. I couldn't see it because um, cause we trained at dusk. Okay, so Talitha's so, playing uh, women's football. Um, get amongst it. With a and, broken leg. And, yeah, and yeah, a broken, broken finger. And I broke my ring finger on my left hand side. My left... Ooh. Um, my left, what is it? I'm pretty high on drugs at the moment, actually. Um, <laughs> so while you're high on drugs, is there anything you'd like to say to our podcast viewers in 56 countries around the world? I can't believe you asked. 60% yeah. across America. Is there anything you'd like to say? We're currently addressing where the fuck did my mojo go? How do I get it back? Anything you'd like to add about where you're at with things and what you're doing to yep. just try and love life? Uh, well, you know, well, the fact that I went to the hospital pretty much, I did last night. The last time I broke my leg, I, I took five days to go to the hospital and get it checked out. So the fact that I went the next day is pretty good for me. Um, and then what else? I'm just loving life, you know? Just <laughs> high, high on codeine. Is it, is it your... <laughs> high on codeine. Awesome. Okay, that's a great tip. Let's all break our fingers. No, we do not recommend this at all. Okay, well, Farrell and I are going to... Yeah, those deadlines. 30th of June, got to get get amongst it. Okay, yeah, Farrell and I are going to chat further about how do uh, we get our mojo like back. My surgery tomorrow, so. Oh, surgery. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. pretty big. All right, we yeah. might call you back to like the... <laughs> we'll, send, we'll send you some flowers. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. No, put, put one of those bouquet with chocolates in it. Oh, nice. yes. For sure. I'll see you there in the post. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. See ya, okay, bye. Back to the podcast, everybody. Okay, well, Talitha, broken finger, coding. That is hospital. breaking news, guys. I don't think she's even put that on Insta yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um, was chatting with a friend today, having coffee, and he was just a bit all over the place, a bit up and down, just revealed to me that, you know, yesterday he just couldn't be fucked getting out of bed, slept in till 2. Um, it's now, you know, he's self-employed. So when you're self-employed, there isn't that 9am job that you need to go to. I fully understand that. Um, what I try and do is make sure I have a morning appointment scheduled in. Um, so I always make sure now, right now I have a 10am morning appointment almost every morning. So it means that I have to get everything done personally and then game on 10am. So personally, that's how I've dealt with that. And, um, I think the other issue that my friend had, which we, uh, I could relate to, but working from home, just, you know, when you're working from home and just getting into that groove and everything like that, I think that's been quite difficult. I myself personally go um, to a separate place to work. We're allowed to do that where we are and I just need to do that. I need to get away from everything. I also try and go for a walk before I work as well now Um, and I don't try and work too late and I really separate it out. My home time is my home time and my work time is my work time. So Mm, Those are some good tips there, Miriam. Yeah, that's what I've been kind of doing but could completely relate to sort of my friend and I, we both love to travel heaps. 
And the thing that, and I've been discussing with a lot of my travel friends, I've always got that holiday destination Mm. booked in somewhere that I'm excited about. And that kind of keeps me going. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm working hard because I'm the type of person I will work ridiculously hard and then go on a little holiday, have a bit of fun um, and just check out from everything. And now it's kind of like I've lost that oh, my next holiday is going to be in September, yippee, I'm looking forward to it. Um, And so a bit of the lost that, you know, dreams got crushed a little bit with everything lately. And um, for myself personally, I've also been single through COVID, Um, was seeing someone prior to COVID, but they lived in a different state and things just didn't work quite work out. And I've been having to go through that, um, yeah, not really have that support person or anything like that has been a bit of a challenge mm-hmm. and or then trying to navigate dating in COVID times has also been um well when it was sort of on lockdown I didn't really want to go near anybody just in case because you know didn't want to spread it around and now getting things where we are in Adelaide I know it's completely different and we have a lot of US based listeners but things are still starting to return to normal I went out on Friday night last week actually, went out to a networking event last night it was good because you you actually organized the dinner on friday yeah um me so miriam was proactive to get a few friends together because we've got restrictions in how many people are allowed in the yeah there's like 20 people allowed in a restaurant so, so i had to had make to get... sure it's now lifted but who knows what's going to happen yeah um it's now lifted but a little bit more but i had to make sure everyone was going to commit to it as well yeah uh, but i was just like i want to just go out and just try and relax have some fun and support some local businesses so I guess that's probably one of the things where to try and get my mojo back a little bit was went out to dinner and then also did a networking event and I think the networking event um, it was obviously I was a 40 under 40 winner last year for um, being recognized as one of South Australia's leading entrepreneurs so the people there were also the 40 under 40 entrepreneurs and it was super cool to just hear from them what they were doing and it made me really think about who I'm spending my time with yeah. um, because one of the guys I was chatting to, I was like, okay, so we can't travel. Give me the good things that are going on with your life. And he was in VR and he was freaking killing it. Oh, virtual reality. Yeah, he's, and he's a, maths, like he's a maths geek. I want to get him on because he's super intelligent okay. and then was doing like – Finish. He went to, back to uni to study some sort of maths type of thing and then had submitted a film to like Cannes or something and he was devo because it was all online and everything like that. Yeah. Then he had another film going on and all these cool How projects. How was he filming during COVID? I don't even know. Like probably VR, AR, something no, okay. like that. Right. I want to get him on. He's got a business that he runs with his brother, and we actually spoke at an event together. So that's how I kind of knew him. I'd be keen to hear about augmented reality. Yeah, that's something that I'd oh, love to hear. I totally. So I was chatting to him last night. Then I was chatting to um, some other boys that had some distilleries. One of them was a gin, um, made gin, then uh, pivoted to hand sanitizers. He was doing zooms with um, Asians. So he'd set up a whole lot of um, Zooms with Japanese people, with um, Singapore people, with somewhere else, and had set them up a Zoom and was um, showing them how to do gin and drink gin and he'd sold gin to them and then they had a translator apparently as well so full on so it was a zoom masterclass on gin with a translator in between you know you have to be really careful with gin because if you do it wrong it could like kill someone 
Really? Yeah. Well, luckily, these were all on Zoom masterclasses. <laughs> so hats off to them to at least being able to get the product out as well. Mm. And um, spoke to another guy as well. He was, um, he, they changed slightly. He's got one of um, Adelaide Hill's um, most well-known distilleries. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, just listening to how they've sort of, what they've, what they've done to sort of counteract, obviously, closures and everything like that, which are slowly getting back to norm, like slowly changing. Mm. But interesting perspective from one of the guys that they just, they had no other option but to find other things to sell. Yeah, right. And guess what? They did. They found other things to sell and never had a drop in revenue. Wow. Um, so the people that, tr- and that, obviously that's not the case in every industry and mm. we had a few businesses closed and didn't find replacement <laughs> revenue for them. Um, maybe we're in our little bit of our petty party, but mm. I certainly, uh, for, my, for myself personally, I had the accounting side. So the accounting side was definitely going. So those are the sort of the things that I was thinking about with getting Mojo back and or finding other things to be passionate about, um, which you can do as well as just being mindful that we've got to be really, um, our cash flow and revenue has to be so important right now. So it's not the time that you can be going off, chasing down all these things which won't make you money because ultimately at the end of the day, um, we need to be making revenue in our businesses because we don't know how long this is going to happen for. Um, And I think that, but then we also need to find those passion projects or those things that will excite us, which may not be the holiday traveling that we're used to. Mm -hmm. So for me, mine is about connecting in with just really cool local business owners here. Mm. And I can do that now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm not sure if there's anything you want to add to that, Farrell, about how you found Farrell's um, almost. She's gonna. She's due to have a baby tomorrow, so <laughs> that's probably going to be a big distraction for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit of a different because um, when you're pregnant, you sort of have to sort of t- slow things down a bit. Yeah. Um, but I guess that that time has just given me more time to do social media. I guess I've been spending a lot of time on social media trying to um i found that i have been trying to follow people who inspire me a little bit more um and miriam was a bit against this we had a bit of a debate before we started but i found that i um i just found that i followed people who i really appreciate and really respect and that's got me going because the amount of posts they're doing a day, the amount of stuff they're doing a day, I'm like, oh, I've got to get my game on. So Because I kind of challenged her and I'm like, but we know it's, um, sorry about that noise going past. I was like, oh, should we go somewhere else? And for I was like, no, Gary Vee has police sirens because he's in New York City. So we're on South Road, <laughs> the busiest road of Adelaide. Yes, yeah, so we've got the sounds galore. Um, but yeah, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about like following people on social media, you know, because everything that people post, it's glamorised. Mm. It's their glamorised life. It's not real. I was having a look at one lady who was posting what her bikini body looked like and then with different lighting and everything else in the same, like almost same positions in one photo, you can see no cellulite. In the other photo, you can see all of the cellulite yeah. and she looks like a normal person. And you see the one with the bikini body and you get all like, oh, my God, I have a body like that. And yeah. then you see the normal body and you're like, oh, actually, that's kind of similar to what um, my body's like. So... I think when following social media, I don't know, just tread carefully. I prefer to follow authentic people with it. 
Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. I take the good parts, I guess, from what people yeah. do. But there's so many people that can pretend to have a different life on social media than what's actually going on. And I much rather see a lady with a natural looking lady with a little bit of cellulite yeah. proudly embracing it than someone that's got all their filters on and has hidden all of that. Yeah. Crap. That doesn't inspire me. That's right. And and that's the thing about social media. You have to be very careful that you're not just jealous and following people. It's actually for a purpose. I love following people who are posting, you know, different variety of posts. I get quite motivated watching people. I don't compare myself. Yeah. I think that's very important if you're comparing yourself. And the other thing is I've been posting a whole lot more as well because um, it's sort of you got a bit more time to do things posting and so anything I always say anything that you sort of doubting to post post it anyway yeah never I, let yourself you know not post because you're unsure if it will do well I think that's a really important thing we are all in our own race right now mm. it's our race I've had my accounting business for almost 10 years so it didn't happen overnight I've few girls are reaching out for me to mentor them Mm. and like it's just a such a long hard slog ahead really um to build it but the lessons and everything that you go through they help and teach you to yeah turn it into what it is today and incredibly i guess that's one of the other things that we'll close on um just being grateful Mm. for that's what i started thinking about when i when i give my little pity party about yes um, because you know, being single. Can I just say, I can't like believe you get into a pity party. It seems like you're never in a pity party. No, I get into a little pity party okay. about. That's good. Um, I feel a bit bad about myself now. No, I have my pity parties about being single and. Oh, single. Um, why isn't there a guy that you know? Oh, okay. Where is my Where is my magic guy out there just for me? Can, can we were just talking before Miriam wanted a guy who would ask her? Oh yeah. So there was a guy that professed their love for me, said <laughs> <laughs> so that we were going to be destined to be together, and um, that I he yeah I was going to be his wife. Yeah. Um, and all then, on Facebook messages. Yeah. Like fifty in a row. Okay. Um, this is a good test to see if he's actually going to listen. Okay, all right. And I was like, everything's just about him. Like, he did not even ask me mm. how my day is. He just verbal diarrhoeed 50 messages to me yeah. about all of his things. So Miriam wants a guy who's going to ask her about her. And I, I said, <laughs> and then I told her, you're dreaming. <laughs> and then our staff member, Josie, came in. Comes in. And she, she says, and when I'm like, is it really unrealistic that I could just ask, I have a guy that would ask me how my day was? Yeah. And care? And she's like, oh, well, so <laughs> maybe you've got slightly high expectations, but I'm going to keep those high expectations. <laughs> but I could have a guy that asks me how my day yeah. is, not just verbal diarrhea, all of their issues in their business um, and everything like that. So, Good luck with that. Yes, on the hunt right now. Not really on the hunt, actually. I was listening. Mm. Listen to some inspirational quotes last night. Okay, what did they say? Let love find you. Okay. Yes. That's bullshit. No, nah, I'm just going to let let it go. Let love find you. Yeah, let the universe. But, you know, one eye always open at every networking event. Yeah, very, yeah. And <laughs> one eye any, always open. Any partners out there, a tip for you is when you see your partner tonight or oh, after yes. work, <laughs> just ask them how their day was. Yeah, yeah. And what was your other relationship tip, Ferial? Oh, I got so many good ones. They're calling you, your partner out nicely on oh. their crap. 
yeah, I'm listening to someone who says if you've got a partner who maybe plays a bit of a blame game or a bit of a victim game, then don't let them get away with it. You've got to call them out. And then the preface was that it has to be nicely. Like, it can't be, you know, too... Yeah, but so calling them out, don't let them get away with the blame game or the victim game. Mm, um, I don't think I could have a partner that played the victim card or the blame card. Okay, so people just generally do things, Miriam. You're like, you're like expecting perfection. I basically, yeah, pretty close to it. Yeah, and I, sorry, and so I said to Miriam that I'm not perfect at that. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes play the blame game and the victim game. No, I would, so that's the thing. I happily would like someone to call me out on things. Like, go for it. Whatever, Miriam. You said, no one, you, no one can call you out because. Yeah, they can. But I've, they're just going to yeah, be at a level. react. Like, you react in a way. Like, for example, I was doing a TikTok video, right? And I was really into it. And I've been... And Miriam just massively has a go at me for spending too long on my TikTok video. It's way too long on TikTok video. And so I called her out for being, you know, dream killer, crusher of hopes. And and I called her out for taking too long on a TikTok and video, I said, which makes no money for her. I said... This is an art form. It's a creative avenue. I need to learn how to do TikTok videos. <laughs> nah, sorry. Making no money and getting you no clients. <laughs> Semi half building a brand. Not really. This is a way more important yeah. podcast. So Miriam, the dream crusher. Yeah. Um, Not dream crusher. <laughs> she needs to do an email out to my clients. True. Over a TikTok baby mama hey, video. I've got all the time in the world. I can do both. <laughs> Because I'm not giving birth tomorrow or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed, everybody. So if anyone has any other ideas on how Mim can get her mojo back, yeah. um, I did go through a phase of looking at investments in vineyards. Oh, I'm yeah. still on that phase. I want something that I'm passionate about investing in. Yeah. I've lost my passion for investing in straight property yeah, um, because I think the commercial real estate's just going to go nowhere really because not, not as many people are going to need commercial real estate. Yeah, already got some commercial real estate investments. Um, student accommodation, that's a good way to potentially positively gear property. But once again, um, I think student accommodation market is a bit um, of an issue potentially with universities going online down the track and also no one's allowed to come in from interstate yes. international so, travel stop um and then yeah okay normal residential property but how many people's tenants just refused to pay rent recently mm. um luckily mine didn't so and then the stock market I, what about airbnbs what are your thoughts about airbnbs these days um yeah so prior to this covid we manage a whole lot of airbnbs um I guess if you've got the property, people are still getting Airbnb bookings and things like that. It's just, yeah, we have completely seen and Airbnb's come out and said like their whole business basically almost collapsed um, within four to six weeks because of COVID. So I don't know. None of those things excite me from an investment point of yeah. view right now. Yeah, 100%. What are you going to say share about the share market? market? Um, like, so I've been listening to some cryptocurrency things, share market. It doesn't really excite me. I don't want to invest. I've, I've chatted to a few wealthy investors. One of them says he doesn't like to invest in companies which he can't control. Another wealthy investor said he doesn't like to invest in companies where he doesn't know the board of directors and the management. And in these big ASX companies, they can change. Um, so I 
am totally pro diversification mm. um, and everything like that. So, but I just put, and I also slightly leaning to more ethical investments as yeah. well. So I don't want to be throwing my money into um, things which aren't helping create a better future for my kids. Yeah. So I have all of those things weighing up. Um, and I don't do too much in the share market. So currently looking at what investments I do want to make and um, we have been working with, in with a client about vineyards. So that got me yeah. semi-excited as something to look forward to. But there's so many factors at play and it's not an area that I am good at. So I'm currently assessing, mm. is this a little red herring, shiny object yeah. that... I'm trying to take taking away my focuses from my main games, oh, and yeah. my main game is my accounting side, and is more the um, entrepreneurship and uh, female be- business leadership. I love that. And one thing I always love about you, Miriam, is whenever I ask you, you know, what I should do with my money, you're always talking about how you're just paying off your mortgage. Yeah, right now, and that's the, that's actually what's killing my mojo too. All I'm doing with my money is just paying down my bad debt. So my bad my bad debt is debt that is not tax deductible. So in Australia, that so, is um, our own home. We can't deduct the is, is uh, tax. It, is we can't it, deduct the debt. We ha- I had someone who had like who said that their assets was a car. Yeah, cars are definitely not an asset, is yeah. it? So you will see us girls. I made a rule in our whole family because my family previously always got the new cars. It was the thing, every couple of years, trade it in, new car, new car. And they're just on the car debt merry-go-round. Yeah. So I made it a rule about 10 years ago or something. I said, this family, and I'm talking about extended family, everyone, we are not getting new cars. We're no. not going to refinance and just get new cars. So yeah. right now, we're all driving around in pretty old cars. Yeah. But I can tell you what, um, my, my rich, wealthy clients do not drive around in the most flashy cars. People driving around in flashy cars are the people trying to pretend to be something that they're not. Yeah. So I don't get an ego from um, flash cars or flash brands or anything like that. Yeah. My, um, my wealth position it doesn't it doesn't matter about those things so um but that's i guess a bit of a so if you did if, if someone came to you they're looking to a ways to reduce debt they bought the brand new car would they would you tell them to sell that car it's pretty hard at the moment to try to sell cars okay. like i've had a few clients trying to get trade-ins and everything like that and it's no good um it's hard so it's either paying it down reality is people's cars aren't that too expensive so it's seeing what depends on what the car is everything like that but please just Stop doing it. Stop yeah. trading it in in a couple of years for a new car. Like it's ridiculous. And mm. they go, oh my kilometers and everything like that. I well, tell you what, you know how many cars we got right now with hundreds of thousands of kilometers on it, and they're still doing fine. Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah. Some are not doing as fine as others, but <laughs> I think all of our cars have over a hundred kilometers. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we are not the Instagram car people. Mm. There are no flash cars getting posted on our Instagram. And that is us being real. Yeah, absolutely. And But yeah, good. paying down debt isn't exactly the most like funnest, um, exciting thing. No. But it is exciting once you check in every like once you check in to see your debt going down. But it's something that you can't tell anybody about really. You can't like go, Oh woohoo, I paid down my debt. Because other people are going to get potentially jealous of it. So well, it's actually, kind of just a little bit of a personal goal and satisfaction. I'm in a group like mums who save and stuff. And they tell each other all the time when they pay off debts. Yeah, so find friends that you can tell. I love my Facebook groups. 
yeah find friends that will are doing on the same path as you paying down debt but i've got a lot of friends that are also very aggressive with business and aggressive with debt but that's just not me right now Mm, I love it. So pay off your mortgage is the takeaway from pay today. Pay off your credit cards, pay off your finance. Yeah. Um, and then find little things that maybe, or yeah, hang, find people, things that are passionate about, but don't get diverted from the big issues right now, which is making sure you're, uh, you're keeping your job and or your um you've got your revenue coming in yeah. and yeah if you want if you're dissatisfied with your job right now start something up on the side but make sure you keep your job at the same time and yeah. spend your hours on the side building your job or spend your hours on the side studying getting that extra skill that's yeah. what i've done for 15 plus years always studying always doing something um always busy with with different things on the go but i guess one thing is, and I've learned through COVID, is I was too busy doing too many things. And now I've narrowed it down and saying, well, yeah, saying no to a few more things. But I've been having to say no because everything's been getting cancelled too. So it hasn't mm. been that hard. And it also, it makes you reassess where your priorities are and what you enjoy doing and what makes you excited. I love that you, you know, you're talking about things that get your mojo back and maybe that business opportunity didn't get your mojo back but this one does so mm. i think it's good to just really real realign your values with what you want to do and who you want to surround yourself with yeah as well that's uh, good love it give us your feedback what's yeah. helping you with your mojo right now okay you can find us on facebook sisters that slay podcast instagram sisters that slay podcast and youtube as well you can find us on there give us a review as well and just subscribe subscribe dm us on um Instagram is probably our favourite one at the moment, so you find us there and we'll answer all your questions. Actually, one of my questions I had out today, what was what was your weekly goal this week? Right now it's my health and fitness. Okay. Um, so, like, I'm, I've got a health and fitness coach. I went to a naturopath today. Oh, really, you're a naturopath? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting all my blood work done, trying to work out what my excuse is for my obesity right now <laughs> um, it's a joke we had a joke about the bmi thing and i'm like oh my god even at my ideal weight it's probably obese um so yeah <laughs> right now um yeah i i one of my serious goals is my health and fitness mm, okay and i've been doing that for the last couple of months but it's just been a painfully slow process are you still doing your 10 10 steps ten thousand steps a day yeah, most days ten thousand steps most days three weights workouts a week a tennis workout and i'm supposed to be eating 1500 calories a day yeah have you lost weight a few kilos but oh, what um like I was expecting to be at a bikini body but right yeah right for all your traveling <laughs> yeah like for all my Instagram pull pics well July school I was supposed to be bikini body just July school holidays is coming up perfect time to get away no and, I'm working um, I'm doing tax and you've got a baby yeah but you know you've got to take opportunities like school holidays while they arise and because in South Australia we can travel within South Australia we might head out and try out some places on one of the weekends. So, yeah. All right. Let us know if you're also getting out and about on July school holidays as well. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, okay. We'll go away. Definitely. We have been doing more local travel. Yeah. One of the weekends. Maybe the last weekend. All right. That's enough planning via podcasting. Yeah, yeah, you might have a baby. <laughs> true, true. You might have like a one week old. Oh yeah, I totally want to go away with a one week old. Please. <laughs> they just sleep Can and I eat sleep all day. Next to you? They just sleep all day. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> totally. All right, ciao everybody. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.